Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Meets and Beats with your host, Tony and AJ. Season 2, episode 2. Now we're recording. Now we're, we're here. recording. All of the gold that we just had was not recorded. Probably for the best. Yeah, we don't want to get... I don't know that we should share that with our audience. No, that, that'll that be on the uh, Patreon uh, additional bonus tracks. Extended cut, Extended behind the cut, scenes. Yeah. How we make it happen. Yeah, so go ahead and hit our Patreon up. Yeah. Early plug. I mean, if you want the real raunchy memes, and not the <laughs> the Facebook approved memes, the ones that get Tony banned from Facebook for thirty days. Yeah. You again. might you might can get those on the Patreon. I don't know. Yeah, shout out to our Patreon. Uh, what's what's his name now? Uh, anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. Wait, Formerly is it known real as anonymous or something like that. Like the actual anonymous. You have group? access to that. I don't check it. Yeah. I know it's formerly Taylor Swift is the greatest artist of our generation, which she's not, but that was his name. Arguably. Arguably. Top five. <laughs> uh, Top, three. Top three. Top <laughs> three. We should do we should do that episode and completely alienate all of our all oh, of yeah. people. Which just, I probably will at some point. I had a great idea for uh one of our future episodes where I can go ahead and alienate everyone else. And just go fangirl on Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift for a Billie full hour. Billie Eilish is amazing, but yeah. Okay. She won like six Grammys. Yeah. Did you see the outfit spread from people at the Grammys? No. <laughs> Somebody posted a meme and it was like all the pictures of them and it said uh, they look like all the villains from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It Miss- was... It's pretty ridiculous. I guess we should have made a Grammy segment for this episode. That would have been cool. Maybe we're in it already. I didn't watch the Grammys. I didn't either. I don't watch award shows, but I I know Billy killed it. I could give a fuck about the Grammys. Yeah. So. Whatever. We can't make a segment out of something I care nothing about. Do they have uh, Grammys for podcasts? They do, actually. Well, it's at what iHeartRadio Podcast Awards, I think. You know, uh, vote for us or whatever. Are, are we even on iHeartRadio? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe if if you're listening on iHeartRadio, what are the up. streamies? Is that for podcasters or just YouTubers? I don't know. Streamies? I I don't know if that's Kids the, Choice Award. <laughs> We're definitely not <laughs> in the running for that one, for sure. No. <laughs> oh man, what are we talking about today? Besides rambles of nothing. Fajitas. Fajitas. It came to our attention that we've not really discussed fajitas in the entirety of our episodes so far. Fajitas. We've posted posted (laughs) pictures of ones we've made. Yeah. We haven't really talked about it. I'm about it. Man, I love fajitas of all kinds. Yeah. And when I take the time to prepare them from scratch myself, they're always better. But it takes a while. Yeah, fajitas are the only steak meat that I will marinate. Yeah? Yeah. I like to do, like, lemon juice. And, of course, I keep it trashy with the Worcestershire and Italian seasoning. And a little bit of pineapple juice or orange juice. Something citrusy. Yeah. Well, you know my method is crazy. You tripped out on it last time. Dr. Pepper or is it Coke? Coca-Cola, man. Yeah. I throw all my seasoning in a bag and pour in some Coca-Cola and let it sit for a couple hours. Yeah. And they come out amazing every time. Amazing. That's not just him tooting his own horn. I tooted it for him as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, AJ can verify and vouch. <laughs> they were delicious. Um, so can Lee if if he ever listens. Shout to out podcast. Lee. He's shout not out listening. To Lee. He makes some badass fajitas as well. I wouldn't know because I never get invited. Oh, <laughs> I probably wouldn't show up anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm you never show up. Every I'm flaky time like that. You. It's fine. No, it's cool. <laughs> Pro tip: or uh, <laughs> if I ever say, "Yeah, man," just let me know. I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've heard it so many times too. It's so true. Hey, are you going out there? Uh yeah, probably. Uh just let me know. Uh let me know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Not coming. Yeah, I'm thinking Not about coming. it, man. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I don't know. Just got that uh unless AJ gives you a time that he's gonna pick you up because he's gonna be the designated driver, then true. he's probably not going And I never flake out when I do say for sure that I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. you got to get him to confirm to a time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm only flaky when I'm flaky. When, when you're trying to be polite and yeah. not say no. Yeah, that's well. that's what it is. Just be real. Yeah. You're too nice. Okay, now here's a hot topic of debate in the fajita world that people may not know about. Do you believe that beef fajitas are the only fajitas? Actual fajitas? And all of the other fajitas are not even considered fajitas, or do you just consider them all really? How unprofessional! What a rookie that's, move. That's my buddy twenty six eighty eight calling me right now. Because he'll probably listen to this. He will. He's like the only one. I mean, it's definitely silenced right now. But whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. So there is a school of thought. Like my father is old school. He doesn't think that anything else should be considered a fajita except for the beef fajita. Well, to me, that's wrong. To me, fajitas are beef, pork, or chicken. That's where I stand. Yeah. I have had, I mean, I tend to favor beef fajitas. They're amazing. I've had badass fajitas of every meat style, though. Yeah. You know, I guess it would have to, for me, it would have to stick to the big three. I mean, you can't, like, throw some goat fajitas. See, I don't consider that fajitas. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I'll. I don't throw shrimp in my tacos unless I'm making a shrimp taco with. Yeah. With the like, what's that sauce? I, I would always get a sauce for for my shrimp tacos. That's a whole other topic. Let's no. not. Yeah. It's not diving it's very into California the, of you. We're not diving into the shrimp taco. Yeah. Seafood tacos, very Seafood California. Tacos. Yeah. Uh, I made some chicken fajitas yesterday. Um, chicken thighs, though. I don't know how they do like chicken breast to make a fajita because it just gets all dried out maybe i'm just not good at cooking but i want to be honest man if i do chicken fajitas i just buy the pre-seasoned ones i don't i rarely make from scratch seasoned chicken fajitas they're cheaper when you just buy the thighs at heb yeah the boneless skinless thighs that goes hard that's a sleeper cut we should have put that on the sleeper cuts because like (coughs) for like seven bucks you could feed an army oh dude i use Chicken thighs for a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, chicken thighs go hard. And yeah, the dark meat, it's it is more of a pain in the ass to grill because they're smaller and they're more fatty. So yeah. they stick to the grill a lot. So you have to prep them a little bit more. But yeah. uh super tasty. I mean the dark dark meat of the chicken is is definitely for grilling to me a little bit better. Yeah. Even when I'm doing a whole barbecue chicken, I don't like the white meat as much. Mm. You know, maybe I'm crazy, but I just don't care for it as much. I'm now, over white fried meat chicken, fan. fried chicken. I like the white meat. Yeah, but it's yeah. personal preference. Everybody's everybody's different. But. Yeah, I had the uh, pre-seasoned fajitas also, 
But I just went ahead and threw a little bit of extra Dia de la Fajita from Meat Church on there. I always throw a little extra on them. Got but, to. But, uh, you know, buying them from scratch and buying the preseason ones, I just, when it comes to chicken, I just, it's easier. They're good. I yeah. like them. Less prep work for me, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, pork, I'm a fan. I love pork fajitas. I do pork steak. What do you do? Uh, the shoulder steak, well, like the steak that we always I'll talk the, about. I, th- that's also one that I'll buy the preseason package of. Yeah. But it's just, it's an underrated fajita cut. It's yeah. good. I feel but, like. Yeah, yeah, if I was going to do it from scratch, I would use the shoulder cuts. Yeah, I just, it becomes a fajita when I cut it in slices and throw it in a taco. Exactly. <laughs> I am 100% with your school of thought. Unless you get a little crazy with it, like. I'm not going to throw some goat down on the on the pit oh, and yeah. call it fajitas. I've never cooked goat. Uh, well, I believe on the on the groups and the barbecue groups, like what cabritos? Yeah. However you say it with the proper yeah. enunciation. Cabrito. Cabrito. <laughs> it's it's definitely not <laughs> pronounced cabrito, cabrito, but that's how I read it, and I'm white, and cabrito. that's how it's going to be. Cabrito. <laughs> definitely not cabrito. That sounds like a wine or something yeah (laughs) definitely a wine but yeah i'm i mean once it's sliced up and put in a taco it's fajitas unless it's a seafood yeah so that's where i'm at sometimes i get even crazier and i go the pork steaks cut it up like fajita season it like fajita marinate it whatnot but then throw some barbecue sauce on it oh getting crazy man on my I don't put barbecue sauce on anything but chicken and ribs. Dip it. Typically. Oh, dip it. Yeah, Yeah. I see that. I don't even like fucking with barbecue wings too much, honestly. Mm. Yeah. I only do the uh, salt lick barbecue sauce, though. Or if I'm driving through Luling, I'll stop at the Luling City Market and buy their barbecue sauce. It's real mustardy. I don't, it's the only ones. I don't do red barbecue sauces or sweet ones. I generally make my own blend of stuff. Yeah. I'll start with a base, and I'll throw... I use Sweet Baby Ray's for a base, and then I add a bunch of shit to it. Mm. And usually I'll add, like, the seasoning that I season the meat with. And of course. And uh, garlic, Worcestershire, what lemon. If I'm doing <laughs> pork, I'll add mustard. Yeah. Uh, I don't do mustard on chicken. I d- if I'm doing chicken, I'll add... a. Like a maple maple syrup to okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Curveball. Yeah. It comes out good. <laughs> Never had a complaint. Yeah. The uh, Luling City Market, other than having amazing barbecue, um, their sauce, which is very orange and mustardy um, and spicy also, they sell it for a dollar a bottle. Oh, wow. One dollar. I like mustardy as long as it's not heavy vinegar. I don't like a heavy vinegar sauce. Mm. This uh, isn't like like I got it's some kind of vinegary, but it's not like overly vinegary. I was gifted a big bottle of sauce from Rudy's, which is it's okay, not bad. Yeah, I would very much appreciated the gift. Of course, and so I was using it for different stuff when I had a, had the time. But it uh it was heavy vinegar. And uh, it didn't it didn't I just didn't like it. It didn't blend with the stuff I cook very well. Yeah, for whatever reason, hmm. but. You know, I like the smoky, mustardy kind of flavoring, or the sweetness is primarily on chicken for me. Hmm. I don't like the sweetness on the ribs. What do you think about Rudy's Barbecue, though? I think their prime rib's good. <laughs> you run it for office? 
Um, <laughs> I asked you a question and you didn't answer it. Rudy's to me would be like I think of Rudy's on the level of Texas barbecue the way that you think of McKeska's on the level of El Campo barbecue, right? Okay. Like put a Rudy's in New York City and it's the best barbecue probably around that area that I I'm just guessing. But based on what I've seen out of New York, New York barbecue, Rudy's probably would. There's that central Texas barbecue in New York that I was telling about. Oh yeah. Well. Anyway. What I'm getting at is anywhere else, Rudy's is probably badass. And like people that come to Texas and they try Rudy's, it's not like a total. You know, they're not doing disrespect to Texas barbecue. Yeah. It's decent. It's not bad. It's not awful. Mm -hmm. But it's. For the money, there's better barbecue probably so many, close to you. So many options, dude. Yeah. We need to do that episode where we talk about how insane, like, craft barbecue has become. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the lines. And there's the, just so many good places. There man. is so many places. And you, like, we could do a whole brisket tour just through El Campo or in Wharton County. Really could. Yeah. When we literally stopped at a pop-up barbecue place in a parking lot. In El Campo, and it was oh yeah, mind-blowingly good. Yeah. Shout out Pit Viper. Shout out to the Pit Viper, man. That guy threw down. The it ribs, was... though. Oh, man. Yeah. Say I have it. to go there tomorrow. Say it. <laughs> Say what? Say it. It was certified GMO? <laughs> no. You were going to roast me. Oh. <laughs> you saved it for the podcast. <laughs> man, you almost got a pass because I legitimately Dude, I, forgot I about I'm it. I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna not I, hang myself up. I forgot up. about that. Hey, if I if we're keeping this one hundred Ladies and gentlemen, I, mean, I it is my pleasure to report to you. <laughs> when we stopped at Pit Viper, AJ ate his rib with a fork and a knife. I did. He had a fork and knife and was cutting the meat off the bone and eating it with a fork. And let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. I had a very important appointment in the afternoon that, and of course, every time I eat, I'm a big guy. I wear half of the barbecue on my shirt for the rest of the day. And I didn't <laughs> want to do that for this important meeting that I had in the afternoon. And also it was a brand new shirt that I was wearing. And I didn't want to have that delicious barbecue sauce all over my shirt for the rest of the day. So you know what? Sacrifices were made, and I put myself out there hoping that Tony wasn't going to call me out. And actually, like when I did it, I thought through it. I saved the rib for the end, as I usually do, because it's like sweet dessert, you know? Um, I was going to tell him before I did it, but then I was like, no... It'll be funnier if I look over notices. and there it is, fork in hand. There it is, just in front of God and everyone. In front of God and everybody, because he didn't <laughs> want to get barbecue sauce on his all black T-shirt. <laughs> just a black T-shirt. It's not just a black T-shirt. It's a black T-shirt. I can get them at Walmart. No, Ten you, pack, yeah, five dollars. Whatever. Black T-shirts. Anyway, <laughs> you know what? Choices are made. Well, you know what? Choices are made. You almost, you know, you almost got away with it. I'm not gonna let my. I'm not gonna give myself a pass here. Uh, I mean, it takes a lot of, a lot of balls to, not even. Just let me forget about it like yeah. that. So. Hey. Whatever, man. We're here. We're here. Yeah. So, <laughs> we got off of the subject of fajitas. Of course, we did, as we always do. But, what are you? 
What are your other uh, fajita methods? I'll tell you my favorite fajita method is to go to La Michoacana and pick up a few pounds of their pre-seasoned, marinated, thin-sliced beef fajitas. Best fajitas Michoacana throws down on the fajitas. Bro. Like, I don't know what they're putting in there, like cocaine or what, but it's the best fajita on the planet. Hands down, no argument, mic drop. But I bought the mic, so I don't want to drop it and break it. I think <laughs> they use that uh, that michiote. Yes, uh, as part of their seasoning. It's I that's think what it's gives the it base. the red color. Yeah, it's a seed that they pulverize. Uh, it also has a different name that I was googling to uh, say it correctly, but of course, when I closed my laptop earlier, uh, now it's all gone. But uh, yeah, Anato, I think A N N A T T O is what it's called. Jamie, pull that up <laughs> real quick. Uh, yeah, Anato, but it's also what you said, and it's the same thing. It's orange and red, and it's the pulp from a tropical fruit seed. Yeah, and um, it's a pretty common on the border towns. Yeah, in in Mexico, they sell it there too. Yeah, uh, the, the actual seasoning oh, that has they? other stuff in it. Um, but they also put orange juice and or pineapple juice. And yeah, as you what, spoke whatever of before, they do with the theirs. And they cut pineapple their, breaks it down. They cut their skirt steak real thin, too. Super thin. It's so good. Yeah, yeah we need to do that. Definitely top 10. I haven't gotten any of their chicken or other fajitas that they sell. I haven't either. We I used to do it at the frat house, like, every weekend. Everybody pitching, you know, like, five bucks. And we go get, you know... 30, 40 pounds of this stuff and just I would all afternoon that at the pool. Every other flavor is just as good as their beef. Yeah. yeah. The air conditioning just kicked on and it definitely gets picked up on your microphone. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, just FYI. I guess I'll have to talk louder into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, all of, all of our listeners are going to notice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, if you're near a La Michoacana or you drive by one and you they're got a all cooler, over the place, man. I saw everywhere. one in Chicago. They're, yeah, they've got like a ton of them, like all over Texas for sure. Yeah. I was in Chicago and I saw a Michoacana. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I was definitely surprised. And side note, while in Chicago, I saw the biggest supermarket I've ever seen in my entire life. It okay. was like, I was, it, it, it kind of, they out. Texas us with the size of this what? supermarket. I mean, this thing was like how many it was murders like, were there inside of that supermarket while you were there though? None. It must have been like the gentrified side of town because oh, okay. there was none. I mean, this thing was like four Costcos. Wow. Just the liquor store, just the liquor they had it inside the building cuz yeah. the liquor laws up there. Yeah. Just the liquor store was the size of a Costco. The carts were like 4 feet wide. Oh my god! It was so like it a was, pallet jack, <laughs> dude. And every everything was on pallets, like, and it was just volume shit in this place. I, yeah, I'd have to. I used to know the name, but that was like two years ago. Mm. But that shit was crazy. Anyway, yeah, Michoacanas, they're everywhere. Yeah, go get yourself some fajitas, and you can get some boots. Oh yeah, while you're in there with the curl toes, probably cowboy hat. Yeah, prepaid uh, cell phone stuffs. Yeah, whatever, like a new identity. Who knows? <laughs> hey, they uh, actually have restaurants in there. I haven't had their, I haven't ate at their restaurant, but <laughs> they got you know quesadillas and tacos and real 
a real authentic menu. It looks pretty good. Yeah, quesadillas are number one on my authentic Mexican food. Oh, too. well, yeah. <laughs> oh, my but God. They got caldo and menudo and all the other <laughs> shit. Caldo, man. Shout out. Get some caldo. Caldo. With that cabrito. <laughs> Inside of vaginas. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I wanted to touch on something earlier when we were talking about Rudy's. Because um, some people were commenting, because we were talking about in the last episode about um, the barbecue joints in Central Texas that are like centralized where they cook and then they just ship everything out, but it's garbage. And uh, a friend of mine definitely called out what it was immediately. She was like, Hey, are you talking about this place? And I was like, Yes. Is that, I am. What, is that what Rudy's is? Does? No, no, it wasn't Rudy's. That's why I was okay to say okay. Rudy's. But anyway, yeah, irrelevant, completely irrelevant, and just complete rambling right now. But as far as big chain barbecue, like I said, it's not bad. But there's like some that, like, I, I, growing up, I used to go to this. Uh, my aunt used to go to this place called Dickie's Barbecue. Yeah, over there off of uh, was it Highway Six and Beechnut? Okay. And apparently, there's a bunch of those around, and I, I want to go back. Just to try it, now that I'm older and more experienced in barbecue. Yeah, I remember it wasn't bad when I was a kid, but I was like, I remember having a moment like, why are we, why are we eating here? <laughs> it's just an epiphany, <laughs> barbecue epiphany. Yeah. And I was like, like you had thirteen you, years old. I was say you had become the age of awareness. Yeah, <laughs> like what? What are we doing here? Yeah, but now there's... I mean, I thought it was just like one location, but I'm starting to see... Like, I saw they sponsored something at Reliant oh, or wow. some shit, maybe. Oh, I think that's what they sell in the actual stadium. Yeah, something like that. Like their that. big spuds and like chop burgers and stuff. Now, I'm going to have to do some research and see if that's the same thing, but... Yeah. Now, there's a few other barbecue chains that I haven't tried. There's one of... Uh, God, what the hell is it called? Over there off of I-10 and Katy... There's, they got mm. one, but those are all over the place too. I'm trying to think of the damn name. I'm I don't know. Right now. I don't think of Spring Barbecue. Maybe. I, think I don't it's, know. I think it's Spring Barbecue. And there's a bunch of those locations. I've never tried that place. But. Yeah. Huh. I never. I don't think I've been to a chain barbecue joint. Well, McKeska's has yeah. several locations. Yeah. That. There was a. I think Hill Country Barbecue in San Marcos might have a few locations. Solid, though. Solid, yeah. for sure. I haven't tried that one. Very, very good. And then I guess the Blacks family conglomerate, they have all of their yeah. locations. So when it comes to fajitas, do you get them at restaurants? Okay. Normally What's your I, stance on that? Normally, I get chicken fajitas. It's like my go-to because, you know, I'm stuck in my ways. Uh, when I go to a Mexican restaurant, it's pretty much guaranteed I'm getting chicken fajitas. Um, but the other day, I went to Los Cucos here in town and got a little mixed for two and then tried. I, this is the first time that I've tried their beef fajita. Ten out of ten, we'll try again. Where at? Los Cucos here in oh, El Campo. Yeah? yeah. That's good? Real good. Um, but, yeah, normally I stick with the chicken just because, man, sometimes you, know, you don't know what, like, what beef cut they're using in these places like sometimes it's not the actual like, skirt steak yeah and they're using like then other times it is the skirt steak but they fucking cut it wrong yeah you know so the, you got to do it's a real grainy right. piece of yeah. meat 
And yeah. And then yeah, it's hard to fuck up chicken. <laughs> yeah. Just drown it in butter and put it on the plate. Like yeah. <laughs> and maybe it was dry, who doesn't know? <laughs> and I'm just gonna dip it in queso anyway. Exactly. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, usually I'll I mean I think you can judge a Mexican food restaurant by their queso and fajitas normally. Oh yeah. I mean, if you're gonna try the like the real dishes, you know, if they yeah. got the soups or the menudo or any of that. Pozole? Did you say that earlier? Pozole? No, I didn't. Pozole? That's that's what isn't that menudo without tripe and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Where uh, did we go? We went somewhere in Dripping Springs or something that had some. Pretty good. Oh yeah? Yeah. Shout out that place. <laughs> shout out to whatever that, that one's was free. Called. That one's a free shout out, y'all. <laughs> y'all aren't even got a Patreon for that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I might have been in B Cave. I don't know where I was. Marble Falls? I think it was in Marble Falls. Honestly, no clue. Ask Judd. Yeah. Judd, Judd knows. no, he was the one that told us there to go. So hit up Judd and he'll let you know. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't listen. So <laughs> no, definitely not. Does anyone? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, we at least have some. I mean, we, we're yeah. still getting streams. Yeah, we're getting all the streams. Oh, yeah, man. as far as other. Oh, there was one. So this is why we need notes. Yeah, we should probably start <laughs> taking notes. Did, uh, comment if you heard the air condition just turn off. <laughs> probably did. So I used to go to a place uh, in Freeport that would do big-ass portobellos sliced and would serve them with their beef fajitas. Nice. It was very delicious. I thought you were going to say they called it a fajita and it was a portobello fajita, in no. which case I was going to end this podcast. I think I think Chili's had that. Oh, they would. I think Chili's probably had a portobello fajita that... I don't know if, know if it had any actual meat in it or not, but uh, the place in Freeport was like Maria's Kitchen or there's a couple. It was like a home Mexican food place. I think it was Palacios maybe. Hmm. But there was a bunch of little spots that have opened and closed over the years down there. But yeah. anyway, they would get the big-ass portobellos and cut them and serve them with their, their beef. And nice. it was like double the double the food for the same price. Yeah, I mean, it it was awesome. I loved it. Heck yeah. Um, Mana's Cafe, or whatever they called it, uh, Trailer House in San Marcos. Great fajitas. Yeah? Yeah. We didn't talk much about seasoning. So I know you mentioned Dia de la Fajita. Yeah. But to me, it's delicious. I love it. But you can't go wrong with the cheap Fiesta fajita seasoning. Oh, dude. All day I long. mean, it's like a... I don't think it's cheap anymore, though. Yeah. Is it? They've kind of jumped up their price. Once we figured bit, out that it was white people owned, the... Was it Bolin Brothers or whatever? Yeah, whoever. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah, whatever. I they like killed it. it. They figured it out. They're like, this is how we're going to do it. Yeah. Same people that make Uncle Chris's. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Fiesta makes Uncle Chris's. Yeah. yeah. But they're just plain Jane fajita I seasoning. I have some in my cabinet. So do I. Now, now, what's not good is their taco seasoning. Never had that one. I don't, for whatever reason, I don't, I don't like it. It's way too salty. I, I just buy the little packs. Yeah. So, side note. <laughs> of course you would. Yep, always. <laughs> They're uh, the Fiesta brand seasonal. That's like the best thing on a hamburger. Yeah. I mean, I've tried a bunch of different things. I like on the a McCormick's makes a a wart. It's like a 
Worcester pub or hmm. it's like a British pub yeah. seasoning for their burgers. It's really good. Somebody was telling me about Worcester pepper. That might be another thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, she will not be named, but. <laughs> she who shall not be named. <laughs> yeah. She, Uh-oh. <laughs> until I write another song. They FaceTiming you? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I never got to try it, though, but you never know. Yeah, we had that that pub burger seasoning for a while. That was, that was good. I need to get that again. Yeah. I forgot about that until just now. I didn't even speak of this, but I'm, now that you talked about that, it reminded me my greatest Christmas present that I got was a two-pound bag of Tella Cherry peppercorns. Yes. And a, a automatic grinder for those peppercorns. And let me tell you, let me get on my soapbox real quick. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not experienced the Indian Telecherry peppercorn, go to HEB with $40 in your hand and buy the one pound sack that they have. And it's not, it might not even be a pound. It's like a half pound for like $23 or something. Buy that thing, get you a real pepper mill or pepper grinder or whatever, or I don't know, whatever, just eat them. They're delicious on everything. It's a great pepper flavor. Yeah, I have to agree. He let me try it when he, we did some uh, those pork steaks that time. Yeah, we cooked a lot for just two of us. Yeah, for the playoff game. That was a lot of food. <laughs> we made three, food. three pork steaks. Your voodoo shrimp, yeah, mac and cheese, uh, chips and queso. Yep, and, and then I had leftovers all week. I had lunch all week, and then straight. and then at the end of the night, when when Tony's wife finally came home, uh, we tried to sous vide some eggs <laughs> in mason jars. <laughs> in mason jars, <laughs> but I had to eat a cake out of one of the mason jars first to use it. it Which was yeah, delicious. the cupcake. Yeah. yeah, shout out to cupcakes. That's <laughs> Those things are delicious. It was so rich. It's like one bite, and I wanted to just be done yeah. with life. But very tasty. Yeah, and then I did the second bite, and I was like, okay, that was a mistake, but a delicious one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Telecherry peppers, I'll, I'll, vouch, dude. I'll vouch for that. And then my little automatic pepper grinder, you just turn it over, and it starts grinding. I love, I love black pepper so much. I mean, I'll put, you know, 30 cranks on a steak. But now I don't even have to count my cranks. You don't even have to. Yeah, and it's adjustable, like very fine or coarse. Amazing. Yeah. I don't have an automatic grinder. I just do the hand crank. It's just on that grind. Which the hand crank, man, when I'm seasoning a bunch of meat, kind of gets kind of gets old. Because I got to, like, wash my hands. Oh, yeah. Well, and I'm OCD, I guess. And, like, I have to count things, uh, like repetitive things. Like when I crank pepper, I'm counting it. Oh, really? It's weird. Yeah. The only time I do a count is when I am pouring liquor into my cup. Oh, yeah. Usually about a seven or eight count. A slow count. Yeah. A slow six. Well, it depends on if it has a little decanter thing at the. Oh, yeah. Was that what is that called? A A nipple. I don't know. I call it a nipple. Whatever it is, it has a little cap (laughs) on the top. A little downer. That slows it down. That (laughs) that definitely uh, dictates the count. (laughs) Oh man. Do we have a liquor sponsor yet for this thing? We should get one. No, I doubt it. No. You're going to have to come off the wagon to do that, probably. I can take their money sober. It's fine. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first person that lied for money. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, there's people that make whole careers out of it. We're about to vote for them in a oh, few yeah. months. <laughs> yeah, they're all in front of the television. Oh, man. Speaking of which, you were talking about Chicago where they got liquor stores in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That's cool how they like let their citizens decide what they you know want to do to themselves instead of just making laws telling me that I can or can't do something. That's cool. Well, let's. You're talking about Illinois, buddy. Chicago, particularly. Let's not get into the the laws about what's well, happening. Louisiana in Chicago. has it like that too. Yeah, Louisiana is Louisiana is a better example than yeah. Chicago. Yeah, no. Chicago. You I don't get, want to go to Chicago. You can get shit faced all you want, but <laughs> you yeah, just get gun murdered laws on the street are not in your favor. If Actually, you're I was Chicago. thinking about going to Chicago to see Chris Stapleton and Jason Isbell. Oh yeah, and the High Women. When is that? March something. And then when Sturgill's off. coming to town? Yeah. I couldn't get those tickets. Oh, shit. Yeah. We're so just going to show fly, up. You're gonna fly <laughs> show, show up with our badges. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're podcast guys, man. Seems legit. Right, do these the qualify const- as press credentials? The, uh, the U.S. Constitution is my press pass. Thanks, man. <laughs> I can do what I want. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like if there is a concert that that would work, it would be at Sturgill's. Yeah. Like, tell Sturgill I said that the United States Constitution is my press pass, the First Amendment, ever heard of it? <laughs> he might actually. <laughs> that might work. That would be, that'd be a ball. It's worth move. a shot. It might pay off. I mean, what's the worst case scenario? We don't get in and then we just, like, go somewhere else? Go get fajitas? Go to Michoacana? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not far from there. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be mm. down. The what? I'd be down. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to arrest us. No. Maybe. Doubtful. Yeah. Hmm. Whatevs. Um, we're gonna break into this music segment. Yeah, I think so, man. So this week for music, we did a little bit, a little bit different, diversifying, like we said we would. Yeah. We did a Chris Webby, who is an up and coming hip hop guy. I say up and coming. He's put out quite a few albums now. What's the name of the album? Wednesday after next. Wednesday after next. It's part of a uh, series that he put out that was called Wednesday and then next Wednesday, and now this one is called Wednesday after next. Oh, I, need I wonder back. where he got that from. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I'm going to have to go shut back and, and listen to some of his Smokey older catalogs. Ice Cube. So overall, man, I, I, I like that album a lot. Yeah, man. Um, finally, you picked an album that I might listen to again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> About time. About time. <laughs> Jeez. It's, I mean, uh, the, writing, the writing really stood out to me. I yeah, mean, he'll he, never be famous. He'll, no, it's he's way, way too good. Yeah. Yeah, his 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 stuff is way too clever and intelligent. Yeah, and I can see where his style might not appeal to everybody. You know, the whole he doesn't blast the whole white rapper thing much. No, like, he didn't mention it at all. That I, I didn't could even tell. know he was white. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he's really talented though, man. He's you know that northeastern style, so it's a little yeah. bit different. You know, it's definitely not like what we're used to down in the south. But yeah, it's very fast. Fast. Uh, Hits a lot of, a lot of issues. He talks about a lot of, a lot of depth in his writing. I yeah. think a bunch of features on it. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch a of tracks. Eighteen tracks. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah, it was seventeen and a bonus track, yeah. right? Yeah. 
He's all over and it. And the bonus track was all about, you probably didn't even catch all the references, but it was all about Marvel. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't. The whole thing was Iron Man and Captain America and Doctor Strange. It was pretty pretty cleverly written. Yeah, uh, I think the thing I enjoyed the most, other than like the lyrical content and the flow, uh, was the actual music production on it. It was like a musical rap album or hip-hop or... You know, the, the, the rock track... I could see that song gaining traction in yeah. today's rock, you know, what they play on like 94.5 and stuff. Yeah. I thought that track was really good. Was it Sheila? Yeah. I think it was. I like Paid. Paid was my uh, ultimate Paid. standout. Paid was badass. And uh, uh, which one? I guess it was Forged in Fire. I loved Forged in Fire. That, that was one. that was my favorite track on the whole album. Featuring Locksmith. That's the dude that you were showing me on that underground stuff, right? Yeah, Locksmith is his what he talks about is super deep conscious yeah. lyrics. He's Crazy. Definitely done mushrooms. Oh yeah. He's done several things, I'm yeah. sure. Um uh, the one after Forged in Fire, what was the name of it? Uh Our Planet. I like that one. I thought that was pretty good. It kinda uh he took the hook from This Land Is Your Land. Yeah. Uh, I like the way he did that. I thought it was good. I mean, you know, he brought up a lot of a lot of the what would people call the, the liberal left agenda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what? It's I thought it was a good song. I liked yeah. it. Best in the Burbs. The Best in the Burbs actually was first track. Too. Yeah. Good. He comes out hitting with that. Yeah. And he just owns it. It's like, yeah, I'm from the suburbs. I'm yeah. Like, and then I... After I realized he was white, I went ahead and I got on his Wikipedia and stuff and started researching. Like he's all, you know, upper middle class, like private school, you know, just a just a dude. But he's talented, man. He's I mean, he's it. been on a what's a, he had a what's his name? Uh, why am I spazzing out right now? Mm. Uh, Sway. Oh yeah, he's been Sway on Sway a bunch of times, yeah. and he had a clip of him on Sway in one of the tracks. Yeah, that's on uh, the one we just talked about, uh, the Forged in Fire with Locksmith. Oh, okay, yeah, Sway Calloway. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was really musical. Like it wasn't just like a beat, a drum beat, and like some synth sounds. Like these were legitimate, like the rock like song compositions was, uh, and stuff. It was called Flawed. Yeah. With the Scrizzly Adams or whatever, yeah. yeah. That song, I could see that being played nationally. Like, mm-hmm. I liked it. And the whole story that he told about that is probably relatable to a lot of people. Yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get into his back catalog. And that one, I'm a uh, fan for sure. The one with Mercules, the STFU. Yeah, I like that, that one. That one was pretty good, too. Yeah, I, like, I jammed the whole album front to back. I listened yeah. to it a couple times. It's Since nice we, that uh, people are putting out real records. <laughs> That's one of the things we want to talk about with hip-hop in particular. You know, a lot of times in the last, I don't know, seven, eight years, a lot of people have been saying hip-hop is dead, shit mm-hmm. is turned into nothing, but turn your off tech the radio. Nine shit, your Gucci man, mumble rap garbage that's out there. But it's good to know there's real artists putting out real shit right yeah. now, like him and then locksmith i think i mentioned that netflix show that had some really good lyrical content on that uh king los was featured on that he he did a he did a badass freestyle track that should had a few million views um he's putting out some good stuff yeah i think it's it's kind of on the upward swing i think it's people are 
the people that are true to the yard are, are, are starting to come through over the overproduced crap that's being shoved in everybody's faces. Yeah. You just got to sift through it. Yeah. To find the good stuff. And, yeah, like, what I don't like are the ones that they're forced into that. Like, there's some out there that are really good artists, but they do these tracks because that's what their producers and their labels tell them to do. Oh, and, yeah, they need a hit. And they need a hit. And, yeah. Have you watched any of that History of Hip Hop on Netflix? Uh-uh. It's pretty good, actually. One of the episodes last night was talking about uh, uh, Native Tongue. Okay. Which it's like a, it was a huge collective of a bunch of different a tribe called Quest came out of there. Nice. Uh, a few different ones, but one of them, I can't remember the the name right offhand, but they they were actually made a track where they intentionally did it as worst as possible. They they dumbed down their lyrics. They tried to be as silly and goofy and stupid as they could Number because one. that's the song that the producer wanted to make their single. Yeah. And they did that so they nobody would like it. They intentionally were trying to tank the record, and it okay. ended up being the biggest song that they ever had. Of course it did. <laughs> so it's just it's weird how, how the music industry works. Yeah, well, I mean, less is more Yeah, when it comes to a number one hit. And yesterday on that, on that show when I was watching it, for the first time ever, I actually heard Queen Latifah actually singing some of her music. Yeah, bro, she got bars. She had some bars back in the day. <laughs> I'd never I, I knew she came from music, but yeah. I remember watching her like on Martin and some of her other like she was already into the movies yeah. and shit by the time I was getting older. I never heard any of her music until yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, she was like the she had the whole African queen yeah, bro. vibe going on. Yeah, she was in it. Definitely deep in the game. Oh yeah. I wish that I mean I think I was too young uh whenever she like first got popular so i didn't really appreciate it but she was part of that whole native tongue collective that's that's where she came came up at yeah and they were talking about some of the the big uh venues in new york in the early 90s late 80s where a lot of the a lot of the big acts were coming out of it was it was pretty interesting to hear hear those stories yeah and they had a like busta rhymes was part of that native tongue collective yeah before he went out on his own and started Dude. doing his stuff. Busta got the flow. He is... I don't know how he talks that fast. He's chunky and old now. And it's, yeah. it was interesting to see mm. him look nowadays. You know, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> but they had KRS-One on there. They were talking about his whole come up and, you know, how he was... <clears throat> it was like a whole Bronx versus Queens thing that yeah. was happening in the late 80s. And it was, it was pretty interesting to hear that whole deal because... Like KRS-One in particular, particularly, I first heard about him from a Sublime song. Okay. There's a Sublime song called KRS-One that that talks about his conscious rap. (laughs) Like for whatever reason, I I know the Sublime song and I would hear it KRS-One. So I looked into it and turns out he's a rapper too. But I never got into his music because it was like the, the funky late 80s hip hop that Obviously, the big hip-hop heads are into it. I just, it's not my style. Yeah. We should do a uh, East Coast versus West Coast oh, yeah. segment or something. Has that been done before? I don't know. Has there been By an us? East Coast versus West? Is that a thing? Because <laughs> we're just down here on the third coast. On the third. Doing what we do. Swanging and banging, That's as true. they say. As as they say. Yeah, we should definitely do a, we should do a third coast, uh, you know, Swisher House. 
segment. Well, they least. did a they did a documentary on DJ oh, yeah. Screw. I saw yeah. that going around. I'm gonna want to check that out. Is it out already? Or I just saw that they were making it. Yeah, I don't think it's out yet. Yeah, it was in production. I think. Yeah. It's, I think it was already in process. Like it wasn't going to be very long before it hits. That'd but be cool. Either oh, way, yeah, I that'll be a good. good thing to talk about. I saw yeah. that uh, little Kiki was on Sway. Nice. And he did a freestyle. And Dude. he does it totally. Like, that's, he actually addressed it in the interview. Um, so, Houston and, you know, Texas freestyle is a totally different thing than, yeah. than what's normally on Sway, like the East Coast, West Coast. Like, they, mm-hmm. they do a lot of written stuff and they combine it together for their freestyles. Like, yeah. when the Houston rappers do freestyle it's like a hundred percent totally off the head they they don't write a goddamn thing yeah they're high or fucked up on some lean and and they're just going to whatever comes off every time i flow i just go off the dome yeah i used (laughs) that's how you got to do it man that's how it is nothing i've hit i've hit a bunch of flows in my day and uh, thank god they're not recorded anywhere Oh man, I, I pray. I pray <laughs> to God nobody has a video of drunk Tony, Tony circa two thousand three, two thousand four. Surfside, yeah. What rhymes with Surfside? Ready, go. <laughs> Fat ride. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's it was it's interesting to see it rebounding nowadays. I mean, yeah. I, hopefully it keeps that trend going. I think Locksmith's putting out a new album soon. Um, yeah. Obviously, the Eminem album just dropped. Uh, there was a whole lot of controversy around that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you get into any of that? No, did not you see yet. That? Well, no. we'll probably have to address that whole ball of wax on a on another episode. But yeah, a lot of the uh, the true art is underground because you know it's not commercially popular. Not, yeah. yeah. You can't come out talking about government corruption on a you know, iHeartRadio or a, on a Cumulus pop radio station. Yeah. And expect not, to get played. They're not going to play it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know. To me, that's that's where my interest in hip-hop lies is that the conscious, like, people that are saying shit, that yeah. are putting their heart and soul into what they're writing, you know, that, that, that kind of music appeals to me, no matter whether it's hip-hop, rock, country... Whatever yeah. I've always said, if if I can tell that the artist worked a lot and worked hard on their craft, that I'm gonna give it a shot. That's why I like Lil Pump a lot. Yeah, because his lyrics <laughs> are deep. Oh, are they? <laughs> no. What about Blanco Brown? <laughs> no, no. I do. You know, I I talk a lot of trash for a guy that does love some mumble rap, though. I get down on it. I mean, okay, here we go. I feel like even the trash music has its place. It has its place. It does you kind know, of like if I just want to get crunk. If you, if you just want to hear noise and yeah. like, like get hyped, like yeah. We'll but put even, on a little. I'm gonna put on. We'll put little pump on every time before we go on stage. See, it's I, on my pre-show uh, playlist. I mean, to me though, I would just I, I, maybe I'm just stuck on the old, the old classics of that. Like throw some little John on there or something. You know, if I'm gonna listen to something that has mm-hmm. no lyrical content, then yeah. I guess I'm stuck on my old stuff with that, but I don't know the the, the stuff where it's you know dun, 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 dun. I, yeah, I just triplets. I hate that triple a triple a triple a triple triple a triple a triple. I hate that scheme. I hate that. Yeah. I don't like the way that flow sounds. It's not not what I like. I don't know just where I'm at with that. 
It's because we're 20 years too old. Apparently so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at least 20 years too yeah. old. But your kids are going to love it. <laughs> You're not ready for that. But your kids are going to love it. <laughs> Shout out Marty McFly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was literally dying while he was playing that guitar solo. Yep. Like, he not was. even dying. He was like ceasing to exist. He was ceasing to exist, and he still. In the time space continuum. Yeah. Just murdered that solo. He was Dude. deconstructing from the genetic level. Yeah. Just, I don't even know. My mind is blown. Com- <laughs> completely blown. Um, I'll tell you what's going to be awesome is uh, watching Shakira and J-Lo uh, at Super Bowl. Oh, That was sarcasm. I guess we had to address that, right? I mean, wh- where did they get the flux capacitor for the time machine? To go back to get their show from '96 and bring it to well, here's the school of thought, and I've I've tried to figure this out. Why would they book them for this show, right? Yeah, what's in Miami, right? It's in Miami. Yeah, they could have got. They're uh, from what's his name? Pitbull, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide, <laughs> Daddy Yankee. <laughs> I think uh, he was in the Miami scene. No, uh, I think that they went with him. Obviously, Petey Pablo. Oh, Petey Pablo. That's who I was thinking. I thought he was from like Carolinas. I don't know. It's all the same over there to me. It's all East Coast. <laughs> I think they went with him because they're local and they have a, a lot of appeal, a lot of appeal, obviously globally with with females and other markets that the NFL wants to attract. And the guys just to look at them. They don't give a shit. They're not going to fucking pay attention to the music anyway. I don't know, man. That's just that's that's probably how that marketing meeting went. Look, the kids and the women will love it. Guys won't give a shit. They're going to look at him, and that's what it is. I mean, anything will be better than Adam Levine taking his shirt off again. <sighs> yeah, that was awful. Dude. Yeah. that Basically, they're doing the opposite of that spectrum yeah. is what, where I think they're going with yeah. it. Like, we got to make up for Adam Levine yeah. and give the guys something to look at this year. I guess. I'll I be. Know. I'm just glad that it's not a Patriots Super Bowl this year. Me too. I'm glad to see some teams that haven't been in in a while in no. it. I think uh, I think the Niners are going to pull it out, man. Yeah, this is our uh, special segment of the week, by the way. Yeah, y'all didn't know that Super Bowl Super Bowl segment. <laughs> I think the Niners are going to pull Niners it out. Niners going to pull it off. <laughs> I don't know, man. Defense wins championships, and their defense has been otherworldly in these playoffs. And We'll see. The Chiefs' offense has been suspect. Did they do the Madden thing yet where they play the two teams against each other? I have no idea. Because that thing's like 97% accurate or something. I can't back that fact up. But it's very highly accurate. I haven't seen it. They put them on both. Don't they do like 100 simulations? I don't know. They run the game 100 times, and then they whoever won the most out of that 100. I know the prop bets are insane. Oh, I bet they are. They yeah. always are. Yeah, you can uh, prop bet on how much butt cleavage J-Lo and Shakira. <laughs> how do they measure show? that? I don't know. CCs, I guess. <laughs> no. Um, J-Lo has 18 CCs of ass. Yeah. How many times are they going to show A-Rod <laughs> during the uh, J-Lo performance? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So. Oh, real quick. We've gone this whole podcast and haven't said it. But they're going to say it in the Super Bowl. And I imagine there's probably a prop bet on how many times they will say it. But RIP Kobe. Oh, yeah. And the 
rest of yeah. the people that died on the, yeah. the helicopter flight. His daughter is 13 years old. That was sad. The whole Crazy thing man. was sad. But. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of just brought the whole thing down. Well, you know, I mean, had to have to <laughs> give credit where credit's due, man. Goat. Obviously. Straight goat, bro. Um, on a less sad note, um, there was a prop bet in the Super Bowl two or three years ago, and I it was when I'd first started uh, being interested in sports betting. A lot of my frat bros were doing it, and I was just looking up the bets and stuff, and there was a prop bet that you could make for the first score of the Super Bowl to be a safety. And if you bet a hundred dollars, you got paid ten thousand dollars. Some guy in like England won it, didn't he? I don't know, but I was I walked I remember walking into your office saying, dude, I just saw this bet that if this first score is a safety, you win ten grand on a hundred dollar bet. And of course it's an it's a stupid bet to make. You're basically the likelihood of except that that it happened. Except that it actually happened. It happened. Wasn't that the Seahawks Patriots game? I can't remember who it was. A couple of years back. Whichever Super Bowl started off with a safety like forty seconds into the game. Yeah, it's within the last five. Forty seconds into the game, yeah. Or was it the last Steelers Super Bowl? Might have been the last I think we were. I want to say it was Denver. It had to have been Peyton. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whoever it was. Yeah, anyway, some... irrelevant. But yeah, get your prop bets on if you're in a place that has gambling or consult your online bookie yeah there's lots legally of, of course legally yeah we, we don't would, condone any illegal activity we would not advise getting a tour software to communicate with your bookie on the dark web because that's that would be illegal yeah i mean definitely don't get bitcoin yeah. to use and you know communicate with your bookie in the you know whatever islands that are off of florida yeah definitely anyway. don't do that yeah but if you do Go to Michoacana, get some fajitas, and call us up, and we'll cook them for you. Yeah. And if you happen to win a prop bet because we advise you, <laughs> we'll take donate 10%. to the Patreon. Yeah, we'll take like, 10%. Hook it up so we can do some fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. I think we covered it all, man. Yeah. Hit and us up. Uh, we didn't acknowledge this, but we probably ought to. We're moving to every other week. Oh, episode yeah. Episode yeah. drops. Season two every other week. Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to run out of ideas. Yeah. And who wants to listen to us every single week for an hour? Yeah. I mean, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that covers it. I guess we'll see y'all next time. Yeah. Follow us on the social medias and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Memes and do that. Oh, yeah. So many memes. Strong lately. Uh, Tony, say something at the end of this. And that's a wrap.